0: Take a seat, sit back, and relax, because you are listening to Real Talk Radio, where the talk gets real.
1: Welcome to Big Brother All-Star Edition. Week
0: 9 Recap. Welcome, everybody, to Real Talk Radio. This is your boy, Justin JLB. It is Big Brother Talk time again, as we are on week nine. Three weeks left. This means we have six people left as well. We just passed a triple eviction the week prior. um, And this week, it was exciting enough to say the least, I guess. Uh, We will get to it. I am joined, of course, by my BB fanatics, uh here with me cc how goes it
2: hey hey it goes well it goes well
0: how are you good good can't complain you know same old same old it's it's it's, uh it's it's weird we keep saying the same thing every week but i mean (laughs) still you never know things can certainly change um we also got bb fanatic uh as well stephanie how it goes
1: well, I'm happy to be back and uh, discuss uh, the season that's coming to a quick end here. We're almost at the finish. Quick end. I think we have less than a month.
2: Yeah, three that's
1: weeks it. left. Well, yeah, uh,
0: Three weeks left. That's it. October 28th, just before Halloween. It's uh, done. So uh, we're getting there, certainly. Most important question, how's Brady doing? He's great. He's great. Perfect. No longer sick. We mentioned on the podcast, so I just thought I'd... You know, yeah, no, just in case sure. our fans yeah, you know, are he, concerned. I
1: think he has like a permanent like runny nose because he's a kid. And, you know, that's just
0: the weather also. Oh, but. Yes. Yeah, no, it's it's that time. It's flu season. Uh, So, you know, October, November. So that's what happens. So it's good. I mean, uh, you know, he's a kid. Uh, those days of runny noses are over for me, thank God. But uh, <laughs> that's what happens when you're young. Yeah, so guys, this is week nine. We're getting there. Yep. We're chucking along. I I like what we did last week um, in terms of give me this week in three words. So, Cece.
2: Uh, Finally, some strategy. So, strategy, uh, bromance, and, I don't know, a little bit of excitement.
0: Strategy, bromance, and excitement. I like it. Steph.
1: I would have to say uh, strategy also, game, a lot of game, which is finally, you know, we've been waiting for this for weeks for good game, and just, uh, I think, what could be the third word, you know? I don't even know. I, I just think I'm liking how everyone, you know, everyone's being very thoughtful right now. Mm. So my, all thought. my words kind of relate to the same thing, but, like, it's just I, I'm i liking all of the the thoughts and the scheme Oh,
0: scheming. There you go. That's going to be my word. Scheming. There we go. There you go. Yeah. No. Nice. Nice. Um, My go-to's are going to be strategy as well. So we're all there. It's going to be the triple S's strategy, uh, safety, and what was my last one? Strategy, safety. Damn. I had it before. Those two for sure. So strategy, safety and chaos never yeah. mind it's not the three s's it's uh double sc uh shout so out to safety and chaos so yeah we'll, we'll definitely get to it because uh, there's someone who has the most safety in this house now and there is uh we're gonna talk, oh, about, I can't it. Wait to talk be- about it i can't
1: wait to talk about <laughs> it <laughs> yeah
0: that's it So we'll uh, we'll start, like all things, usually how a book starts, right at the beginning. Can't really start at the end. You'll be very confused. So we'll start it off on Sunday's episode. After the whole triple eviction chaos happened, they basically just show us bits and pieces of what went on during the live show that, of course, they weren't able to show us uh, just because there were so so many things happening, two hours of craziness. So um, they first show us that, Um, Christmas was looking to... uh, Basically, Christmas was behind the Memphis nominated David and Nicole. She wanted to basically get rid of Nicole instead. We obviously saw this going on with uh, then Tyler and them trying to get Enzo to go do it. Um, So we saw that trying to happen. They spoke with Enzo and uh, of course, Enzo wasn't down and decided to respect Memphis's decision and not ruffle any feathers and voted David out instead. We just saw more conversation with that, essentially. Right? So, that was nice to see because I was all like, how did that come about, though? You know? And so, we also then see the aftermath from that. Nicole ended up going to talk to Enzo afterwards, and he basically uh, told Nicole right off the bat, it was Tyler and Christmas who... Uh, tried to enlist him to flip the vote. And Nicole was just extremely grateful by that and vowed to have his back for the rest of the game. So if you're keeping track with Enzo's bromances and safety tips for the entire Big Brother game, this would mean that Enzo is safe all around.
1: Oh, I think Enzo's mm-hmm. playing the best game out of everybody in the house right now. He is just too bad; he doesn't have the competitions to back it. But we'll talk on 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 that more later because I, I I really really like how he's playing.
2: Yeah, that's it. I've, so. I've I've been a fan of of Enzo since the beginning, and this is this is where I am. I'm a little bit disappointed that he didn't pull the trigger on Nicole, but it was smart, and we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's... uh, Oh, loyalty would have been a good one, too. He was just being loyal to his bro and bromance that worked too. So uh, Enzo, with this, though, does some damage control with Tyler as HOH. We see that as that was happening during the live thing. We also see that as... With his recent betrayal being fresh, he readily agrees to Tyler's plan to evict Danny. So he's like, yeah, you know what, Tyler, I got you. I didn't get you the last one, but I'm here for you on this one, bro. Like, no worries. I'm with you. So um, we saw that happening. Cody and Enzo um, allow Danny to think they will vote to keep her, while knowing they plan to obviously evict her as... Uh, Nicole is more loyal to them instead of Danny because we saw the little backtracking happening with Nicole. Nicole wanted to make her own moves. She was being tight with Christmas, uh, telling Christmas a whole bunch of things like, "Hey, you might be targeted." She's trying to shy away from Danny because she's noticing everybody's hating on Danny, and she doesn't want to be uh, the backfire to that. Uh, to that there, so we saw that also happening. Uh, after Danny got voted out, though, in the final eviction, Tyler talks to Nicole, trying to explain his reasoning to uh, in nominating her, which, I mean, what are you going to say, bro? Um, Nicole says that she thinks everything Tyler says is a lie, though, in the diary room, obviously not to his face. She says she cannot stand for him. She doesn't like him. Um, yeah, and that is it. So Tyler basically just sealed his fate with Nicole, which, obviously... Both of them even mentioned Christmas and Tyler. They tried to shoot their shot and they failed and they know they messed up. But, you know, what are you going to do? And then we go on to the head of household competition, which is called Namaste Off the Block.
1: My favorite competition name all season. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I also really enjoy uh, these
1: competitions. A little bit of a BB classic.
2: I, I do like these ones because it's uh strategy. And yeah.
0: Very strategy. And I feel like you're also into like the whole yoga thing too. No, like you're a dancer. Yeah, yeah, or, a, little, you're like...
2: a little.
0: So, I, I mean, there's that.
2: I, I would probably ethically fail. I would fa- I would not do well <laughs> really? I think. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, it's difficult. Well.
0: So how this works is the house guests have to strike a yoga pose. Uh, and, and while pressing on three individual buttons while undressing themselves, um, if they release any of the buttons, their clock will speed up, adding time, and the house guest, w- the house guest with the best time wins. Essentially, it goes off each round, so that's how it's gonna work. And um, obviously, everyone is playing aside from Tyler, because Tyler was technically the last HOH. And yeah, this was a pretty fun game, and I feel like this might have been one of the hardest button games? I think uh, so, too.
2: Yeah, I think I so, think so too. too. Yeah, If you think back they, to like the boats, boats and the cars and the other ones that they've done in the past, it's a little at bit At least more closer.
0: A, yeah. Yeah, they they're at least closer together, so it was easier to... And I don't think there was ever like a times 30 or 40. I, I think it was just a constant, the speed goes quicker, but this made it just extremely difficult. You can go from being a minute to letting go of two buttons and then being like seven minutes. So... Yeah. It is crazy. Ultimately, though, we see that Christmas is out first. Tyler is obviously disappointed because he now doesn't think he's going to be safe. Uh, Nicole is eliminated afterwards, which is not a surprise because she's clumsy. But it's also hard, so I can't really blame her. I'd probably be out first round. Um, Then Enzo is also out in the following round. He was doing good, though, for a guy that kind of, you know, I don't know, he just... From the other competition we'll talk about later he just there's certain competitions he kind of focuses on and certain competitions he won't get yeah this is like one of the competitions
1: could have, he could have won this one and i i was kind of bummed when i was like oh he's out because i i yeah, think i wanted I think so, memphis to go out before enzo but um yeah I, I was a little bit like oh too bad
2: well the one that sealed his fate was he didn't realize his foot wasn't on the button yeah right so he kept checking yeah. the one that his arm was on but his shoe wasn't tilted enough to actually hit the button so he couldn't figure out why his clock was going
0: and that's the thing because we hear the dinging but they don't right they They just have to so yeah. yeah super difficult cody um cody and memphis are the last two there um cody jesus this guy's winning everything cody ends up winning the hoh because memphis had locked in his time and Cody saw that Memphis had messed up at the end, so Cody just took his time trying to get the best time he possibly could, and ended up winning with the time of a minute and something.
2: Which is so insane. that's like the, insane. his times in this whole competition were just insane. They were insanely strong, and he got better and better every round. It was it was an impressive performance.
1: Yeah, he, very impressive. He
0: really puts the motto of "practice makes perfect" like to the test. We saw this even like back in the cupcake time when he yeah. faced like everybody for the cupcake thing. He just this guy's just. Be, I I feel like he might have the most wins in competitions in Big Brother history. Don't quote me on that. If but this keeps this if this keeps going, I don't everybody.
2: think you're wrong. If this keeps going,
1: yeah, I think he uh, I think he's he I think it's at three and three right now for this season.
2: Oh yeah, I thought it was two H's and three Vitos.
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah. No. Fair enough. If he keeps going, then yeah, for sure, he's uh, definitely going to be up there with the bests. Um, And then so Enzo, guys, we talked about it. He's in a safe spot. Um, We see that he's feeling very safe, considering his final two deal with Cody. That is obviously still happening. He has a final three, both with Cody and uh, Memphis. Obviously. Uh, Enzo, Memphis, and uh, Christmas is a final three. And then, of course, he has one with uh, his final three with Cody and Memphis. And then, of course, uh, the one with Memphis and Christmas. So he's kind of he's three three safety, three safety alliances here. And uh, also, obviously, now earning Nicole's gratitude. So, you know, he's kind of sitting pretty and uh, see, that's where honesty gets you, though just a chill out dude is just honest with everyone says it like it is and you know and usually that doesn't work in a game like Big Brother but uh, Enzo's just so chill out with it that it works out perfectly we also see that Cody thinks nominating Tyler and Chris is thinking about nominating Tyler and Christmas for the um, nominations um, and is thinking of possibly Christmas being his primary target uh, and because it could just earn him goodwill with Tyler and uh, this would also eliminate the second set of the wise guys scenario. Uh, as we said last week, Enzo had told them about the whole wise guys thing. Beautiful bromance moment. I loved every bit of it. So uh, great strategy um, by Cody for now. He and Enzo then do chat about with Nicole and the three of them acknowledge uh, that the three on three dynamic now in the house So, Nicole, Enzo, Cody, one team, Memphis, Christmas, and Tyler. Memphis and Christmas had a final two going on, I believe, at one point during the game. Tyler and Christmas have one. Christmas is kind of sitting pretty there, but obviously also Memphis has everyone on the other side, too. But that's how it's kind of set now. Obviously, the committee has to be split apart. And that's kind of where I thought it was going to go. Aside from maybe Tyler being on the other side from the beginning. Uh, I always thought Tyler, Cody and Enzo were a lot closer, but obviously with, within the, within the weeks, um, something changed there and he took his relationship with Christmas a lot more serious.
2: Yeah. And, and so Tyler made that more serious, but I think uh, the triple eviction just kind of made Enzo go, yeah, no, whatever. Like, it just kind of, and he mentioned it a couple times of being like, "Well, this just showed me that that they're that they're tighter than he ever was with me."
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this triple eviction did something, and um, yeah, which I guess needed to be done. I wish a triple eviction would have been done earlier, so we could have seen this split happen earlier too.
1: Yeah. It
0: yeah. Would have I do wonder if the triple
2: eviction was earlier, like if if the committee wouldn't have made it as far as they did. Like I'm thinking like Devon's week, if we had a double or like two weeks of back-to-back doubles, even maybe we would have Mm -hmm. seen a shake up a little bit earlier in the season, but at least it happened now.
0: That's it. So at least it happened better late than never, I guess. Uh, Tyler talks to Cody and is willing to try anything to keep himself safe. And he's basically throwing Christmas under the bus saying that it was all like Christmas's idea. Um, and, you know, Cody's just telling Tyler what he wants him to hear. He's like, listen, um, he needs Tyler to trust him since he's so good at competitions, uh, and he's just telling him what he wants to hear, essentially, just using that little strategic move there, because Tyler's also another comp piece. We mentioned Cody was great, but Tyler, man, power of veto king as well. I think he's won about four, and two HOHs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So Tyler okay. is, you know... So Cody's definitely, uh, he has every right. If, if Cody's smart, we'll see. But if Cody's smart, like maybe getting rid of Tyler would be a better move, just because I don't think you can beat him when it comes down to Final Three. What if he wins that first HOH and he goes last and then it's you and Enzo fighting, you know? Like, so we'll get there though. Likewise, Christmas Dunn also talks to Cody. Uh, Christmas is placing the blame on Tyler. And, um, Basically, the the quote the the best quote for me when Christmas is talking to Cody. Oh, my! I'm pushing my cheeks in, and there's water coming out. Ooh. Like Christmas, I just can't. I, I those tears are fake to me, and I wasn't down for it. Neither was Cody. Cody just didn't care. He was like, "Look, you made your bed, now lie in it," but you know, in a nicer way. But, jeez, yeah.
2: <sighs> it was it was cringe worthy. It was honestly, I I had a hard time watching that. I'm like, oh my god, just more emotions coming out of Christmas, yeah. misdirected, misplaced. Yeah, that's it. And so not
1: genuine. It was like, okay, Christmas.
2: And I
0: guess through the editing, you can kind of maybe see that because it's kind of like, okay, I did my spiel. I'm out of here. That kind of. Thing. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, Cody's not buying into it, and he clearly wasn't because he nominated Tyler and Christmas on the block. So there was that both of them uh, vowed to play hard for the veto and a chance to turn the tables on Cody. Uh, And Nicole now feels vindicated to see that the two votes against her are both on the block now, which obviously gives more kudos to Cody. And Nicole is sitting pretty, too, from from a girl who had nobody. She just had Danny and Danny left and you would think she would just be a she would just be there at limbo. She's completely safe at least for the next two weeks, you know? So,
2: well, she didn't have, she's been, she's been with Cody for a while. I think Mm -hmm. we just, we know more about Cody's game than
1: I think Nicole does. Right. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. And I mean, all it takes is Memphis or Christmas winning HOH and Nicole's on that block.
0: Yeah, this is true. You
1: know what I mean? She's the next one to go.
0: Not if Cody and Enzo have anything to do with. it. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying, exactly, because like <laughs> Cody has his alliance with Nicole. Enzo and Nicole don't have an official alliance, but they are right now in a good situation ship. But the only people that Nicole is not technically affiliated with anymore since the the alliance has blown out of the water is Memphis and Christmas. Like no way are they not putting her on the block.
0: Right. Yeah, that's it. So, well, I mean, obviously she still had the committee, so she was still... Nicole was in the committee, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, but Nicole, Nicole was in the committee done at this point. The, the committee's been done. No, something. I know, but I know. she...
0: That's it. But she still stuck with the committee guys, uh, and they still took her right. in. They could have said, no, screw you. Like, we don't need you anymore kind of deal, but obviously numbers matter. And uh, clearly their relationship was better than what Big Brother showed us, though, from the editing-wise, because we didn't really see a lot between Enzo cody and nicole and obviously the whole triple eviction helped that too to but there was clearly a lot more there that big brother didn't show us which is why i also love watching the live feeds um but yeah i'm just uh talking too much as i usually do so next episode basically cody is basically wanting his nominations to say those same and he's hoping to win obviously the veto um He basically has a final two alliance, like we mentioned, with everyone in the house aside from Christmas. So Nicole is thrilled to see the two of them on the block. As we mentioned, she talks to Cody. She discovers his primary goal for the week is Christmas based on her alliance with Memphis. And despite having a final two with Tyler since the beginning of the game, Christmas reveals this latest mishap has her focused on playing the game with only herself in mind. Well, I hope so, Christmas. You're on the block. You can't really be worrying about anyone else but yourself at the moment. So at least you realize that while you were put on the block and that you have nobody. So, one job, Christmas. Enzo then discusses that his primary objective is to stay in everyone's good graces, which obviously he has done and make no enemies and is thrilled to see how well this tactic is working for him this season. Did he do this last season? No, you uh, not last season, but the last season he was on, he was kind of all over the place, correct?
1: I think he didn't you, really have no enemies last time either. So but I was gonna he was gonna elaborate, so.
2: Yeah, no, I think, like, he didn't, he, everybody loved him, but everybody loved him because he's, I think he's just a genuine guy, and you said earlier, like, this is what honesty brings you, and so, yeah, so I think, I don't think he really made a lot of enemies, but he was just a total wild card in his season, so no one could really rely on him for anything, so he didn't really have the strength of relationships that he has now, but yeah, no, he was a genuine guy, never really pissed anybody off, and he's doing it again, and it's working for him.
0: Bam. And yeah. And so that's it. And it works for him really well. When Tyler decides to talk to Enzo um, about Cody's motivation for nominating him. And uh, Enzo is just, you know, pretends to encourage, uh, encourage him like, yeah, bro, you're doing good. Like, don't worry about it. Um, in the diary room though, he shares that he has no uh, qualms in lying to anyone in order to stay under the radar. Uh, Just because you know it's 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 final six baby. You just got to say everything to anybody now. Meanwhile, Christmas does uh, play up her emotions to talk with. Oh, so that technically happens on the second episode. I'm sorry. Uh, She talked to Cody a few times, but either way, I want to do it again.
1: I'm squishing my, I'm squishing my cheeks and water's coming out. Yeah, that's what I was like. It was
0: so extra. So extra. (laughs) so extra like who does that like you're not five years old like
1: i, I like how the editing played up the awkwardness because i'm sure it was even more awkward than what we saw on tv <laughs>
0: i'm sure it was That's it. sure it was cody was like whoa like listen i might know i might not know what a jerseyan is but hot diggity damn i think i know how to cry and talk to someone in oh person. don't
1: even get me started on the Texan. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, I
0: thought that was just an animal,
2: dude.
0: <laughs> but th-
2: we can't be so hard on him because how is he winning these cop these competitions? That's the like, thing. I love Bodhi, but like
1: he, he's like almost like, oh, you're so dumb, but like he's such a great competitor. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's it's no, almost adorable. It's, 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 it's almost the adu- the intelligence is just adorable.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, you cannot give him a pass. The guy's dumb as a doorknob, okay? Oh, whatever. Knowledge is power. He doesn't know. Sure. <laughs> cool story. He's great. They should not be compared. Him, he's, great. he's awesome in competitions. As a competitor, amazing. Would I want him to take the SATs for me? No. no. I'd rather <laughs> no. a five-year-old take the SATs for me, okay? Like... But you know, whatever it happens, and I don't like to blame anyone on. I don't. I think there's never a stupid question, but you know, sometimes stupidity just happens. But uh, we, we love you, Cody. We love you. Tyler and Memphis have a heart-to-heart about losing their fathers. Um, Memphis discusses uh, only fully processing that huge life event once his uh, child had been born, and. He had never, I think he mentioned that his father had passed when he was 14 or 15, like when he was really young. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. and yeah, so that was a nice heart to heart. Tyler discussed how his father's love of Big Brother actually motivated uh, him to want to play the game and has now become a way to continue feeling connected to his father in that regard. So, nice conversation between the two. Um, it's, a weird thing to have in common, but I'm glad to see that they can console in each other in that regard. And interesting of it being big brother to kind of bond a father and son and ultimately pay homage to his dad for that. So I thought that was neat that they added that in. Mm, nice moment. Uh, yeah. Nice moment. Um, Christmas pools Memphis decide to discuss the worst case scenarios for the week. And both worry that if Tyler were to win the veto, uh, then Memphis would be on the block beside Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid. Uh,
1: you know,
0: <laughs> so guys, Tyler has this, 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 this big idea right now. All right. He's going to go to Enzo and he's going to dish out all the dirt. He's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to get Enzo on my side. And, Tyler goes to Enzo, despise, despise, decides to spill the beans on the committee. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, in an attempt to win favor with the, with the last person in the house who he could ally with, he tells Enzo the plan was, uh, was for the six person alliance to get the final six and that to target Enzo in the triple eviction, which, complete lie but i get it he has to say something he has Tyler to say something
2: he's, he's relying on enzo's wild card that's infamy, right He's it's it's a hail mary
0: it's a hail mary that's that's perfect football analogy there for sure um what else is he gonna do right kind of, his back is against the wall i mean enzo's just always uh enzo's always a, um, a wild card vote so why not so i don't blame him it's just in the diary room is what you know was hilarious to me Enzo laughs over Tyler's assumption of his ignorance and proclaims that Cody and he are the tightest duo in the house and Tyler's desperate attempt to stay is definitely not working and just Enzo's whole thing in the diary room was just hilarious
1: yeah <laughs> and of course and I think it it, parallel, it parallels Tyler and Christmas uh kind of we saw when he went with her above everyone else. I think while he was becoming really close with Christmas, he totally missed how close Enzo is with Memphis and Cody. Totally missed that. Yeah. He did. He was assuming that Enzo really didn't know, but, like, he should have known better that at this point in the game, what else are people talking to Enzo about? (laughs) Like, you know, like...
0: Because, I mean, the thing is, though... Enzo is very convincing to act like he doesn't know anything because, you know, when you don't know stuff about bidets, you don't lock bathroom doors, you and Cody are just having these random stupid conversations. You have this bromance thing, but it's, like, really, like, you know, not so uh, brainy conversations, and he's just kind of a goofball, right? He's just joking. He's laughing it up with everybody. I think people in the house just generally thought that the guy is just, like, a floater. And is literally just having a good time, and that's it. Because I, go ahead. Yeah.
2: So this is one of the things that's always that has always impressed me with Enzo, and I think that the diary room sequence after his conversation with Tyler kind of highlighted that a little bit. That you know he does have strategy, and he is thinking, and the 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 way he's playing is intentional. And I think as long as you're playing with intention, you know it's 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 good game. Um, But he's really good at being. You know, out in the open, just kind of this this awesome person and and this goofball. Um but they don't they miss the strategy. and he's so quick and efficient with those strategy conversations. I think that they can be easily overlooked, just like, you know, Steph said, right? Tyler missed it. But I don't think it was ever open enough for him to have missed it by ignorance. It's just he wasn't he wasn't paying attention at the right times. So
0: mm-hmm. like anything I think, stop. I think, Okay, uh,
1: even though so friendly with everybody uh tyler is a vet at this point and he should have picked up on like even though he's a nice guy and everybody's friends with him you can't assume that people are this friendly and not have a deal
0: at this point or not be considered safe at least or something you know like why is this guy so goofy why isn't he like more serious does he feel safe what is he in well they kind of knew about the alliance and maybe that everyone generally felt safe for like the longest time it's just i don't know i i feel enzi is more go uh, enzi <laughs> enzo is more go with the flow than strategy though i really do i i think his go with the flow is his strategy and it just works for I, him I
1: agree. i agree mm-hmm. but i just think at this point if you think You have to think, as a game point, if you've gotten this far, you have to think, okay, who is he aligned with to make it this far? Like, he can't possibly think Enzo's made it to Final Six without having any—because he doesn't know that Enzo's in any alliances. Like, he doesn't even think—like, obviously we don't know because we don't see full Big Brother editing, but everyone that's gotten to Final Six is in multiple alliances. So for him to just kindly— didn't like not think that enzo is aligned with anybody i think is just a huge misstep on tyler's part
2: i agree 100 percent. it yeah
1: even if you didn't think it was your guys that were aligned with him that conversation should have happened in your head be like but who is enzo's go-to guys you know like you know it's cody because they're always together it should, yeah. it should have well, been here's... obvious i don't know that's just what I A think.
0: lot of people from now, from the house guests that have left, though, a lot of people seem to think that Nicole was the common denominator from a lot of people. You had, it's like, just going from the yellers, when you had the wall yellers coming, right? They're always like, Nicole and Cody are fooling everybody. Nicole, this, Nicole, that, Nicole. You know what I mean? So um, you can't just completely think that all the house guests are just going to have that erased out of your head either you know oh guys guys come back in the in the house uh, get out of the the backyard kind of thing and um yeah so it's also hard because yeah enzo's just she's just good he's that's good it's good it's good playing skills it's just a very nonchalant relaxed playing way which works for him perfectly so can't really complain what i can complain about is Enzo's playing ability in our next power of veto competition <laughs> is the snapshot shuffle and the house guests have to arrange a series of photographs of former house guests into chronological order the fastest to do this uh, the fastest to do so correctly will win uh, the power of veto the house Guests find the competition to be particularly 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 difficult, and it frazzles a few of them, hence why I mentioned Enzo. Um, really hard competition. The, the, you have a bunch of house guests or evicted house guests who are in baseball games, they're holding drinks, they're having hot dogs, and you have to place them in chronological order based on the game um, or time frames of where they were in the game. Now, what I found very interesting is Big Brother, I guess, really gave them no indication of what to look for, obviously. And I was just like, oh man, I don't think I, to be fair, I don't think I could have done it um, in a really good time or even have, I probably would have been an Enzo because Enzo got the max amount of time of 25 minutes I, I, I hope I would have finally re- realized, oh, wait, there's a little bit left of the beer in this one. So this has to go later and so on. But if I don't know what I'm looking for and I have a time frame, I am going to spaz out. Yeah, completely. I
2: felt so bad because it just kept getting worse because like he started out. He only had three wrong.
0: Well, and that's it. And you don't <laughs> know, right? We see the X's, but obviously yeah. he doesn't because it's mean, not it like, bro, what are you well, and the problem is he panicked. And, uh, like, yeah. uh, just like me, if I have a time, if I have a clock or something and I have to do something in a certain amount of time, I can't. Uh, I'll frazzle. Uh, you cannot rush me. Screw off kind of thing. You know, so I, I think mm. uh, Enzo's kind of the same way. And he panicked because he, then he went after the buzzer. Like, every time he just switched one photo. Like, bro, concentrate. Look. But that's what happens when you're pushed for time. You, you panic. You're not thinking straight. And voila. That's what happens. Nicole though did amazing. <laughs> like, well, not amazing, but she did really good. She was at like seven minutes.
2: It was a top so, Nicole performance for sure. This was probably one of the best performances she's had in a competition in most of her, yeah, most of the competitions.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
2: aside from the ones she obviously won. But
1: yeah, yeah I was she I was did pretty with good her, in this yeah. one. Was it four minutes? I think it was four minutes or something. Was or seven it four minutes?
0: minutes? Okay it was yeah, four it or seven but it was like good. That. I think she was like top three.
2: yeah she was top three
0: top three but like we said, the guy who wins everything, Cody wins the power of veto. I think it was like a minute that he got or something or a minute or two minutes that he got mm-hmm. and uh just sealed uh Christmas and Tyler's fate um and won the power of veto and uh, yeah so. Great competition. Uh, Memphis also, I think, did really bad. I think Memphis also got twenty five minutes. No, Tyler nervous. got
2: twenty five. Memphis, Cody, Tyler, and Nicole were top three. Tyler also timed out,
0: which is crazy to me. So and I was Christmas like, Tyler oh, got twelve Tyler. minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. So just goes to show you. Obviously, that's why there's different types of competitions. Some people are like, I, I didn't expect Nicole to do as good as she did, but Nicole, I think, Dan, this would have been the perfect uh, game for Danny. Agreed. This would have been up Danny's alley. She would have won like no problem. She's very alert. She's very good. She pays attention to detail. So, um, yeah, good for, uh, good for, uh, Nicole though. I'm proud of her. She at least did good. And, uh, yeah. So Cody ends up winning power of veto, which, uh, basically he doesn't use just cause he's the one that nominated them. Um, was there actually, yeah, no. So that's it. Um, Christmas does, though, feel her odds are good to stay. And Tyler says he's going to work hard to convince the house guests to keep him. Good luck, bud. Good luck. Go and tell Enzo about the committee. Like, ugh. But, you know, it's hard. After the veto meeting, Cody is starting to think that Tyler, though, should be the one to go home. And uh, Enzo and Nicole do agree with him. Enzo thinks that christmas is acting still though a little too carefree so maybe christmas was convinced that her crying and her cheek feeling with the water coming out actually you know did something for cody but either way what did we see as to why christmas thought she was so good no i
2: not really i think she was just like honestly i think she was just trying to save face a little bit About some previous reactions, like just be like, it's a game. I gotta not take it Mm. personally, right? Because she's made that such a brand, like, of about taking it personal versus game. So I think this was a little bit of overcompensation, in my opinion, of her just like trying to separate game. Like, you know, it's just a decision that was made. Um, I also think that she thinks Tyler did dug himself a hole. I think she thinks he's made enough Mm -hmm. mistakes over the season that she didn't have to worry.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Fair. Okay. But uh, clearly, yeah, that's valid, but clearly still uh, uh, misguided. Still, you know, still misguided for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so with that, Tyler asks Memphis who he'll vote for, and Memphis just tells him straight, You. Like, <laughs> that's the cool thing about Memphis. though. he'll just tell you straight up. Even when David, I think, went to him like a few weeks back. Or was it David? I think it was David. Yeah, David went to him a few weeks back, and he's like, listen, as how it is now, I'd probably vote you out. You know? So Tyler was just like, listen, yeah, okay. Um, You know, I I get it. That's why I asked you. You kind of just are straight up like that. And Memphis is like, yeah, like, no F's given. I'm not here to give you any empathy. I'm here to just tell you straight up. Yeah. Yeah. I would be scared of him if I was in the house, too, though. This guy has just such straight up answers that can be very condescending and uh, come off very rude that I think you were a total dick that like I would just be like, okay, not scared, but just I don't want to deal with you. Like, you're so in your ways kind of deal. Like, you think you're the king of all hills sort of deal. (laughs) Ah, Memphis. But Cody knows he can't trust Memphis fully as he does know about Memphis's other alliances. So I think Christmas was actually talking to Cody and uh, do you guys remember that conversation? I, I, I just don't remember who Cody was in the HOH room with.
2: I thought it was, it I thought it was, was Enzo. Was
0: crazy. it Enzo? Okay, so like, okay.
2: Yeah, because they're talking about how we've got the two wise guys set up and then because they were analyzing Memphis's game. And they were kind of realizing that Memphis is kind of is very secure, right? So Enzo and Cody know that they're in a pretty secure spot. They realize that Memph- Memphis is kind of in the same situation, and the only right. way to really address this is to get rid of Christmas.
0: Right? Okay. Yeah. Because then essentially Memphis will be screwed and have nothing because Christmas yeah. is only is guiding light. So hey, yeah. maybe get rid of Christmas. Because then Memphis will legit have nobody. (laughs) Because me and you got each other, brud. Me and you got each other.
1: And I watched the episode today, too, so I was telling Lance, I was like, it's a hard decision who goes, Tyler or Christmas, because they both have their, you know, you you want Tyler out now because you have the chance, and he's such a great competitor. But at the same time, it's like for the numbers, Christmas is better because Tyler doesn't have any really solid alliances with anybody else at this point. Like, everyone's kind of turning their back on Tyler. But meanwhile, Christmas is a number for Memphis, and then Memphis is well-protective at Christmas days, and Tyler goes. So it was like, I was telling Lance, I'm like, it's really a toss-up. It could go either way. hmm
0: That's it. Strategy-wise, oh.
1: I mean. I mean, I think I knew Tyler was going, but I think strategy-wise, it was so worth it to look at the other end, too, because you're like, yeah, eh? it like benefits on both ends.
0: Yeah, so I mean, honestly, it it's just it would make a little bit more sense because Christmas sucks at well, this doesn't suck at comps, but she's also lets her emotions uh, get the best of her too. Um, but Memphis is yeah, and it's hard because Memphis is good at comps, so Memphis will keep Christmas safe, like you guys were saying. And Tyler's a beast at comps; Tyler could just win it for himself. It's hard, but you know they ultimately just have to pick the the worst of each uh, of uh, the worst of the poison, essentially. Uh, so we, we shall see with the uh, with the live eviction. Before we do get to that, though, we get to look at the jury house. It opens up Finally. with Ian... count. Yeah, right? Like, about time. It opens up with Ian um, naming the turtles that are in the pond, and he's naming them after, of course, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he's suddenly realizing he has a lot of time in his hands. Which, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I would do that too, so... No, you don't, Ian. You better have named those turtles, and they better know their names by now. So that's it. So Ian is there. Devon then arrives next, and she has plenty to share with Ian. The two, the two spill uh, which alliances they were in, noticing that Danny was the common denominator. Ian finds out about Nicole's flipped vote, and Ian isn't too upset with her. However, Devon still is because Davon likes to hold grudges and it's a game like enough. Um, The two of them predict Kevin will be coming next and he suddenly just shows up. So hopefully Kevin didn't hear that because that would have been uber awkward. Um, Kevin though, (laughs) Kevin though (laughs) tells them he thinks there is a double eviction. And then David walks right in as well. And David's like, Hey guys, um, and he actually thinks there's a third person on the way, and in comes Danny. Yep, Danny. So, and now the rest are really shocked by the groundbreaking triple eviction. Danny shows the other jurors a video, catching them up to speed. Well, and- no,
2: for the first time ever, Danny shuts it down. She is so upset and so hurt that she says, "I don't even really want to talk about it tonight. Let's
1: talk tomorrow."
0: I feel like that might have been a big brother thing though. Do you maybe think it was a plant? Get, I, I think didn't. it was a plant. Uh,
1: but I think because am. I think it was because it was a 2 hour live. You see when Danny showed up, it was really late. It was super dark out already. Yeah, so I that's think true. that's why it was also probably like almost midnight by the time they got into the house.
0: Or yeah, probably even later or something. I I plus I don't think they had the tape ready yet
1: they because it was a so two hour int- they have to do so many. They have to do so many post show interviews and stuff, mm-hmm. right? So like, yeah, I'm yeah. sure by the time they got to the house, it was super late because it was really dark out. And considering that it's on the east coast, you know, I mean on the west coast, it's like you could tell it it probably took hours before they got there, so it was late. Yeah. True, true.
0: True. Yeah, that's it. I mean, as much as I want to hate Danny with you, I, I do think it was a plan cuz it wouldn't make any sense. You're there. Already. Oh, I don't
2: I don't judge her for it at all. Honestly, I think it like that's an intense thing to go through and she was so hurt and and for honestly for good reason in my opinion. So, yeah, for I just sure. I Yeah, there, maybe there could have been other ways to do that than just have Yeah, Danny it was just kind of weird.
0: Down, but, yeah, cause it yeah. kind of made it look weird, but I'm like, okay, maybe maybe they didn't give her the tape yet either though right? So maybe they said, oh, we'll just throw it to you like tomorrow morning or something. We just got to get our guys to finish it up and we'll hand it to you guys. So maybe that was it too. Um, so yeah, Danny shows the video catching them up to speed. Kevin is impressed by Tyler's HOH moves. Uh, Danny still feels betrayed by Cody, but also recognizes how well he is playing the game. So it turns out, Cody, Danny will not hate you for life and that Danny, in fact, respects you. Devon, on the other hand, <laughs> for Nicole, I'm not so much. I, I don't think they'll be talking after the season. That, uh, I don't think is happening. I don't
1: think so. um,
0: No. Um, now we have the live veto, uh, live, rather, live vote and eviction. Uh, Julie Chen, um, gives Tyler and Christmas a last chance to sway the house guests, like usual. Um, and I don't honestly remember what they say, but, uh, it's just, um, you know, kind of like keep me and, uh, I'm here for you guys and do what's best for your game and nothing crazy, nothing too entertaining.
2: They were not fighting for my life speeches, uh, at all.
0: No, I I think they both were kind of, um, you know, just kind of like, well, do what you got to do and that's it. Like there's nothing I could say will really change anything. um, and, yeah, so the three votes that were cast, though, Tyler was the one unanimously voted out of the Big Brother house. And, yeah, so they ultimately decided to go with Tyler. I uh, Makes sense, too. Bigger comp beast. It's essentially now Enzo and Cody versus Memphis and uh, Christmas. Nicole's there, obviously, on... Um, cody and uh, enzo uh, cody and enzo side but let's face it nicole's not gonna win a comp so now you got the two versus two and uh, nicole's the ref <laughs> essentially <laughs> so julie speaks to tyler and asks if she thinks the house guest evicted uh him was the right move to do tyler says yes i do believe it was um Considering the game moves he had planned next, Tyler guessed that Cody's number one is Nicole. So like I had mentioned earlier, I think a lot of house guests did believe that Cody and Nicole really did have a final t- which I think they did technically, uh, from like the get-go of like the first one of the mm-hmm. first two weeks that was kind of mentioned. I just completely forgot about it because they never really showed us any Cody and Nicole, you know, team happening. So uh, but, yeah, so that was mentioned. And, uh, and yeah, and Cody, I think, mentioned that on the, or Nicole might have mentioned that on the, on the goodbye speeches. Uh, Tyler also does speak well of David, despite the ways he jeopardized his game. And he was just like, look, man, like, I really like the kid. Uh, I thought he didn't get a fair shot last season. And I think he's a good guy. And that's it. Like, I don't know. He just... Chime to him. I guess you know. You just thought, whether it was, I think I could beat you at the end, so I want you here with me, or look, you just seem like a cool dude. Like, and you know, you don't take anything personally. You're kind of like me. I don't know. He he felt some kind of bond with David. So, still kept to that, and uh, still feels no ill will towards David. Although David just didn't do anything for his game at all. And so yeah, those farewell messages that I was talking about. Memphis and Cody slip. Uh, slip about their various final threes and final twos uh, they have going on. Tyler comments on how many people were double dipping and triple dipping when this was something he strategically tried to avoid this season, Um, which I thought was weird of him to say, because there was a big brother episode where you literally made a deal with everybody for a final two. So I don't know what he was talking about
2: yeah i mean but i think he censored himself like he he kind of moved away from that because he realized that was because that was week one or week two right and then in the diary room he say, this is what i did last time and it got me in trouble right right so i think that like he did make the choice that like some of these are going to fall away and i need to reinvest um and yeah and he maybe should have had a few extra safety lines yeah, yeah, maybe that's sure. what
1: blinded him to the other lines it goes back to, like, how I'm shocked that Tyler didn't put two and two together that, like, clearly these people are working together if they've gotten this far in the game, you know? He's not the only one that's making deals. Everybody else is, too, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: I just suddenly remembered that he 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 uh, mentioned that he was 96 days in the house, and that 72 of those days, he was with the love of his life, Angela. So I thought that was sweet. Uh, that's what I just kind (laughs) of remembered from the speech. I just, I'm like, Oh (laughs) yes. Um, Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, ultimately maybe he should have done what he did last season though, or the season prior, because it really worked well for him. He felt too comfortable in the committee Alliance, essentially. Yep. Um, Definitely. And that, and you know, should have did what Cody uh, Memphis and uh, Enzo did or not Enzo, but Enzo kind of, yeah. What Enzo did as well, you know? So He's, I don't know, he that's what, you, he felt too comfortable. It made him far, go, go far in the game. But honestly, if Tyler, if you didn't win those competitions, you definitely would have gone a lot sooner. So you definitely protected yourself for sure. Um, On to the HOH competition, which is called Stashing Pumpkins. Uh, the final five houseguests have to transport individual pumpkin-looking balls from one basket to another at the end of a seesaw, which uh, they basically have to balance on and if the pumpkin uh falls out of the seesaw basket they have to begin again which sounds super freaking hard and I would just quit right on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez Nicole and might even be really the clips good we see
2: it's it does not look easy. Holy smokes. There's like no weight to those to the balls that they're carrying. There's no, no weight that's to them. It.
0: That's it. Uh, It's not like it's a ball, right? It's not like there's something gating the ending of that place where you put the pumpkins so they don't fall. It's a flat surface. So quite literally, you're going to go balance on that seesaw. You're going to randomly take one step too far, and then, boop, there goes your balls, and they fall, and then you have to start again. Oh, I I would be dropping F-bombs every left, right, and center, and, uh, yeah, it wouldn't be a good time. It wouldn't be a good time. I would not be stashing pumpkins. I'd be throwing them at Julie Chen's TV screen that is there when she's talking to us.
1: <laughs> Start playing dodgeball the other The strategy for the, the game is just to go with your big pumpkins first because once you have the bigger ones in, it makes it easier to place the smaller ones after. And then the more you mm-hmm. get on, the easier it gets to maintain, right? So, like, you know, you got to be smart with this one. It's not an easy comp, but... It's it's an easy strategy. Yeah.
0: Easier yeah. said than done, though. <laughs> I feel, I no, feel I like that's you saw. It.
2: Yeah?
0: I think uh,
2: it's it's about patience. So, like, that's right. Like, you have to go in the right order. This one, for, like, endurance competitions, I think this is one of the most strategically required endurance competitions. Usually endurance is, like, will. Just, like, sheer willpower. Where this one you need... A lot of combination. You need some strategy, understanding like the weight of the balls, like Steph was saying. You know how do you how do you manage the weight distribution, like as you're walking across? There's more strategy here, so it's just uh, patience. Oh my god, guys!
0: I just realized what we have to do is we have to take a bunch of Big Brother games and we have to remake them, and we'll be mm. competing against each other. I am super I'd down for this.
1: Do this. <laughs> There's so many, though, that we couldn't do without a a production team of our own, but, you know. No, I mean, you know, the more
0: simpler ones, the ones where we just need, like, balls or, like, I don't know, try to find, like, I don't know. We'll do, obviously, the more simple ones and not have to build something. Unless we randomly know a carpenter or something, maybe we can, like, swing something over. But, no, I'm I'm saying this. (laughs) I just got
1: a great business idea, though. You know how they have all these, like, um, rage rooms and stuff? Like, we could open a spot that literally is like come have fun and play big brother comps
0: <laughs> with your But friends. then we'd get sued by CBS.
1: No, but <laughs> I mean I mean we wouldn't call them big brother comps, but it's like <laughs> essentially the real people would know. It's like going to like an escape room. <laughs> right? Right. It's like yeah. team building activities with your friends. Like
0: <laughs> Snap. I randomly have a name, Variety Time. No, it might not be good. Okay, I don't know. That's it just awful. sounded good. Try again. <laughs> a variety of time. Oh, that's awful. Um, Yeah, no, sounds good. Let's, let's try to cook something up, guys, because that sounds
2: awesome. It sounds like a lot more effort than I'm down for right now, but check oh. in with me in a couple weeks.
0: <laughs> listen, listen, you're just upset that if we have the yoga button one and you're upset that you'll do bad in that, but I'm sure you'll do good. Believe in yourself. We got this. I'll still call you in a couple <laughs> weeks to see if you're down <laughs> I know you will be. Um, so, yeah, that was your week. Final thoughts, guys?
1: I think it was a good week. And I think uh, the nitty-gritty is, uh, is is literally, we're in the midst of it right now. And it's just, finally, we know that it's everything is going to be a big move at this point. You know, uh, I think that the only way... I mean, I'm biased because I'm not really a fan of Christmas in Memphis. I've made this known now for a few weeks, but uh, you know, in my in my hopes are Nicole, Cody and Enzo win uh, or I guess Cody can't play. So N- Nicole and Enzo would be my my uh, number one picks for these for this competition uh, just because I want to see Memphis and Christmas on the block. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean so yeah me, I want to see Memphis and Christmas on the block. I think what I'm finding I don't
0: think that's
2: happening though Uh, yeah I don't know Nicole winning
0: Enzo winning
2: I mean I'd like to think so but you're probably right but I think what I'm finding most intriguing about as we as we're moving forward here is like Enzo we've talked about him he's in a good spot Uh, he'll lose it in the final speeches I think I think he he would really need to prep for that and I just don't see him putting that effort in and Nicole being a a previous winner, I don't know that this jury would give her the money again. I don't think she's played a strong enough game to earn it for the second time. So honestly, if it ends up being, you know, Enzo, Cody, and Nicole in the end, it's it's Cody's game to lose by far. So the only way to really kind of keep it interesting all the way to the end would be to keep having Memphis and Christmas in in the conversation, in the in in the dynamic there. Um, But yeah, also same with Steph. Like, I'm I'm not a fan of either of them, so that's who I want to see up on the block, but it also just
1: spells for Cody. It's Cody's game to lose at this point. It's also interesting that you say that because I was thinking today, too. I'm like, okay, I'd really like to see Cody and Enzo in the final two, but I think ultimately, maybe the jury would vote Enzo because they're a good guy, but I feel like ultimately, I feel like, Cody would win just because of his, that he has no, all no. these comp wins.
2: Cody um, would win for sure. You
1: know, yeah. Cody would sure. win for sure. So I think Cody against although anybody Enzo is win. so well positioned. I mean, like, uh, yeah, I, in my, in my head, it's like, okay, Cody Enzo final two and Cody's taking the cake, you know, but then also you never know what can happen because these comps mean everything. Like Vito is like most important, like the week before, Mm-hmm. um the final three uh you know uh it's like it's really interesting because the hoh really has no power in the last two weeks so right. that's There's when no, it gets yeah yeah really it's for me
2: veto is that power in that in that last week the final four veto veto's the boat right so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's that's gonna be interesting t-
0: and that's the thing, honestly. If I was Nicole and Enzo, I'd because Enzo I, he's not going to backstab Kobe, which is going to be stupid for his game. Because I truly believe that Enzo is just very content with just winning the fifty thousand. Uh, yeah, but Cody. who would who would Cody win cares. against?
1: Because I guess Nicole, Cody. I mean, uh, sorry, Enzo. Enzo can only win against Nicole because Christmas would beat him because she also has more yeah. comp wins. Uh, but yeah. I think, but I think Enzo could
2: beat Christmas with. If social he took game the wise. right strategy because of his social game and because like he would have yeah, to I guess. he would have to articulate. and i think a lot of
1: people wouldn't like christmas so they might just vote for enzo instead
2: yeah so he, he would have to take the girls to the end which he's not going to do and that's going to hurt him i think and you know i think the only real toss up we would have in those final two chairs would be memphis and cody
0: Yep. which we want to see because that would be the hitman versus uh, the, the renegade, one. no, not Hit, the renegade, um. rene-
2: yeah. Uh, Hitman no, versus is it Renegades? It was Renegades, Renegade. okay. No, it was Renegades, yeah, yeah, I, I renegade. okay. no, yeah. Was Renegades, yeah.
0: Renegade. yeah. So, you that know, honestly, be,
1: that just it would really be the ultimate finale though, because they kind yeah. of started being pitted against each other. So, it would really be, uh, like uh, a really cool ending to see at the end of the day, yeah. yeah I would, I would be for that.
0: Yeah. And, and Enzo is see, just
1: going like, to replay their stories. <laughs> Cody and Memphis' <laughs> stories.
2: Enzo's going to play it. I think that I think that that's that's really where we're going to end up here. He's going to end up in that final two chair and lose and be okay with that. Or, uh, I don't know. Even though I picked him to win, I, I realize he doesn't <laughs> have the speech skills to actually pull that and, out with the jury.
0: <laughs> and, okay. hey, on a side note, too, um, it was also reported that David <clears throat> actually won a lot more money than the second uh, runner up to the big brother. Uh, I think it was on his season. I think her name was Allison. If I'm not mistaken, Um, just because there was a, something mentioned on that. um, So where David won already $60,000 technically, because of all the times you're on the show every week, the competitions that you're in, you get money. You
1: get, yeah.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So, Hey, making 50,000 might not be too shabby cuz that's not only the money that you're getting. You're also getting money every week. Uh you're getting like I think a grand or two grand. I don't think they were specialized on the numbers, but you're still getting guap. So I don't think yeah. I think Enzo knows what's up with that and I think he would be more than happy to be second fiddle to Cody, but um I just don't think he's going to be th- I think he's really there just for Cody to be on the bromance with Cody in Final Two and that's it. Uh, but mm-hmm. honestly, if he does want it, it's he has to take one of the ladies yeah. to Final Two with him for sure. Yeah. Um, perfect. So yeah, with that, we'll find out who wins the pumpkin, uh, the pumpkin uh, stashing there, and uh, yeah, it should be a good time. I, I guess to make it interesting, we would have to see Memphis or uh, Christmas winning uh, this yeah. just so a little bit of uh, entertainment going on. Because, guys, I mean, although we had the triple eviction and then the whole Davon and Christmas fight, um, there wasn't anything really else that was crazy. And maybe David's 10K. Aside from that, this was a very boring season.
2: It's been low on the drama. It's been a drama-less season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I mean, drama-less...
1: I read an interesting mm-hmm. article um, of uh, Julie Chen being interviewed um, on the outside the house after eviction uh, yesterday. Oh, and um, her personal opinion was she wished that uh, the other half of the house would have at least had some shift of power because uh, she's like we've never seen an, an alliance be in power almost like the literally the whole season, mm-hmm. um, and so she just wishes as a as a fan. That like like we all did also that there would have been right. more of a power shift throughout the weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think that I think that was on BB Rewind. I don't know if you guys watched the rewinds with uh, Keisha.
0: Man, I gotta start. I gotta start watching them because holy hell!
1: Do <laughs> oh, you know what I I really miss? They used to do this thing called um, off the block with the, oh. the Celebrity Big Brother winners. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Short Girl and uh, Ross Matthews. They used to have these little 30-minute off-the-block uh, episodes where they touched on really cool things and had a special guest. And uh, it was and they had the Evicted House guests come on, too. And they did it for, like, two seasons. And I'm so sad that they didn't bring it back this year. But I guess because of COVID, they couldn't. But they could have right. easily done this online Uh, It would have still been fun. They had such great personalities, and I used to love, love watching this every Friday on Facebook. Yeah, me too, (laughs) me too.
0: I wasn't a fan of Ross. I thought he was just overly over-eccentric and a a tad bit annoying. Uh, I did like when Gary did his, though, for Big Brother Canada. I thought that was nice. Uh, and that was pretty entertaining too, but yeah, no, I like these little shows cause at least they give us more inside scoops and uh, stuff like that. And hopefully one day we become big enough and, uh, we could maybe get some of these guys in there, uh, to interview. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, I mean, we probably could if I just put a little bit more effort into it, um, <laughs> to be fair. Um, yeah. So with that though, um, yeah, so We'll see what. Uh, essentially, I, I agree with you guys, though. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens, but I do think, uh, yeah, and Memphis and Christmas have to win it for it to be entertaining. And yeah, that's pretty much how the cookie crumbles. Aside from that, well, I guess we'll go with uh, how we can how they can follow you, Steph.
1: Yeah, um, my Instagram is at Stephanie's Bakery Five One Four, and I also have. Uh, I'm going to pull a little bit of CC this week. I have a charity to um, uh, advertise. Um, I work at Royal LePage. It's a real estate agency, but we also have, it's the only agency that has their own foundation and charitable foundation. And during covid Uh, you know, they need our help more than ever. We always support, um, women's shelters that deal with women and children in domestic violence situations. Um, and although we can't have any of our events this year, which we always have a few events every year to raise a lot of money, which they always get good, good amounts, uh, this year with no events, it's hard to get people to raise money. So I will be sharing this on my Facebook page and on my Instagram so any amounts help and it's to support women and children in domestic violence situations.
0: Hey, nice. And of course we will have the links, uh, down below as well. Um, nice. Yeah, cool. I'm liking it. Liking the vibes. Uh, CC.
2: Well, you know, race for Ramadan, go to the previous show links cause this week we'll, we'll leave it for stuff. That sounds like a, an amazing cause. And Royal Page has always done great work in their communities. Mm-hmm. So They're great.
1: They're great yeah. with their charities. So, hit them
0: up. Nice, 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 nice. Fair enough. Nice. Um, perfecto. Was there any? Because um, September thirtieth was um, Never Leave a Kid Behind or Every Child Matters. Was there? Yep. Uh, I was so there th- another um, thing. What do you call them? I, I don't know their proper uh, terminology. Well, yeah. I mean,
2: there's 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 always things. International Day of Everything all the time. But. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, so, so two things kind of happen this month. It's uh women's it's women's history month and oh. a and pink shirt month I think is for breast cancer as well. So, you know, I could get real political and just say wearing a pink shirt doesn't give mammograms, Planned Parenthood does. Just right. a reminder.
0: Just a reminder, yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. valid. Um no, Women's Month. Uh, for some reason, I didn't know that. I knew it was the pink uh, for cancer. Uh, mm. But no, that's that's always good. And uh, I'll probably put a nice um, informative link of uh, where you can find a whole bunch of stuff of what women have done for history and so on below too, because that sounds awesome. Um, yes. And Yeah. Great. So, and of course me, uh, I just plug myself because I'm selfish like that, I guess. Um, At JLB420 is on Twitter. At Real Talk Radio 8 is the brand, or should I say Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR uh, where you can find all the streams and that kind of stuff. Watch previous episodes of Big Brother. Um, You can certainly do that. Hear what we have to say. I'm definitely going to start putting these out uh, sooner, sooner, like really quick, quick, quick now, because I now know how to edit properly. But yeah, you can do that. Check me out at anchor.fm slash RTR real talk is the website that never gets updated. So feel free to check that out. Um, And yeah, that's it guys. Thank you again for uh, listening us, you know, recap another week in the big brother house and hopefully we'll be having a competition game soon going on because that sounds like a lot of fun Uh, during COVID times would be difficult but gosh darn it we can do it Um, Mm -hmm. and that's it thanks again for listening until next time ciao for now Bye bye